Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Inside Career Technical Education. I'm Ann Baldwin, and it's so great to have you along with us today. Uh, and I'm Jim Beloga, President and CEO of YTI Career Institute in Porter and Chester Institute. Well, great things are happening, and we love doing these podcasts and having you with us, whether you're a parent, uh, whether you're a prospective student, maybe you're an adult learner, maybe you're a veteran. Uh, we've got a great success story today, and it is a veteran. And we've got with us today Eric Blacker, who graduated from YTI Career Institute. Eric, thank you so much for taking time to be on the program today. Good to be here. So let's start, Jim. You know, I had the opportunity to speak with Eric before we do these podcasts, like I do all the folks. And he, he's just one more example of all the success stories that come out of these um, campuses. It's just incredible. So, Eric, why don't you start telling our audience a little bit about what happened? Where were you? I know you're an adult learner. You're also a, a Navy veteran. So what happened? You're in your 50s. And how did you end up at YTI? Well, I was looking to finally get an associate's minimum in electronics engineering technology. And I uh, tried a couple of times before through correspondence courses. They both they, they both failed. Uh, drove truck most of my life and decided that it was taking too much of an abuse on my body. And I have a young family, so I wanted to be home and be daddy more often. And I decided that because the VA offered voc rehab, I said, hey, Let's get that, and uh, here I am now with an associate's degree in electronics engineering technology. Yeah, no, it's a, it's it's a great it's a great story, and and uh, I want to say thank you for your service uh, to our country. Um, being proud to serve. Uh, yeah, yeah, being a Navy vet, and um, and we do have um, you know we do I, I think our educational programs do appeal to to, to veterans, um, and uh, and and again I I think for you how you know how did you find us? I mean, did you find us? I'm always curious as to how folks found us. Did you find us through uh, somebody you knew who attended YTI or was there something online? Um, do you remember how? Basically, yeah, basically when I, when I spoke with my vocational rehabilitation counselor, uh, she told me to find a good institute that had a solid program that was accredited and I looked at a couple of different options and I settled on YTI mostly due to I'll be honest mostly due to proximity to where I lived mm -hmm. because my other choice was another school that was a lot, lot farther away and wasn't really looking forward to that commute and seeing as how COVID hit right before I started school that was a good thing. <laughs> so, Eric, let me ask you, because in the Navy and, you know, uh, you talked about the VA getting involved and I hope it's OK that we share with our audience. You're also a, dis Certainly. a disabled veteran. Um, what is it that you did in the Navy that kind of piqued your interest in getting into electronics engineering? Well, when I joined the Navy, I signed up in a six-year obligation program, which guaranteed me an A school and a C school. And I went in and I chose to do interior communications electrician, I seaman, and uh, it was a great course. I had basically the equivalency of a two-year degree in about five months as far as education and electronics goes. And then I went to the fleet, went through a C school for integrated launch and recovery television systems, which guaranteed that my last ship was going to be a aircraft carrier and it was USS JFK and uh, you know it was it, it, ever since then I've just been in love with electronics when I joined the Navy I didn't even know which side of a battery was positive so <laughs> here I am I'm working on I'm working on you know variable analysis at the, at the component level and fixing things as small as pepper flakes so you know <laughs> 
I mean, it, it, that is a great story. And, and I think for so many um, folks pursuing education, you know, you really don't know what you don't know until you, yeah. you put your foot in the water and, and you start to test something and you, and you, and you like it. And I mean, how, mm-hmm. cool, how cool is it to be on an aircraft carrier? Yeah. Um, you know, and again, I don't know if you ever got a chance to get up on the deck because, again, I, you know, I'm not sure who actually makes it up there, but, but it would be pretty cool to, to, to be on the deck of, a, of an aircraft carrier. Well, um, being my job was integrated launch recovery television system. Uh, my whole job was to film everything that took place on the flight deck. And one of my watch stations was actually the landing signal officer platform at the back wow. of the ship. When you when you're watching the planes uh, land, there's a bunch of guys that are standing towards the back of the ship off the one side. And that was one of my watch stations. So, yeah, when you're 10 feet from a, you know, fully loaded Tomcat hitting the deck, you know, going going full speed it's right. a little it gets a little wild sometimes yeah i'm, I'm sure it's just like the movies like the movie maverick oh, so yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah we've all seen it on tv <laughs> so you graduated not that long ago january 2022 and we all know what happened around that time and it's that big bad covid so did or how did covid impact your education were you able to kind of zig and zag well, uh, our first couple of months was completely online. Uh, the only time I saw my instructor before, I think, the second or third month that we were in school was when I went to pick up all of my uh, materials. And so the first two months were completely online. And uh, from then on, you know, we did a, we did kind of a, a online slash in school you know in person thing for the rest of the school it was it was interesting it wasn't the traditional you know uh, college education because of that but it was still very effective well that's great to hear eric i mean you know we had uh COVID hitting in march of 2020 mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um you know and and we were you know i think the whole world was effectively mandated at least in the u.s i mean we're mandated for i think two or three months uh, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more than that, where we couldn't have anybody in, in our campuses, in our buildings. And, um, you know, again, as a school, we pivoted to try to do the best we could uh, for our students in terms of providing um, relevant education during that time so that they didn't lose any time. Um, because, again, I mean, time is money. So, uh, you know, that that was uh, something that we all learned a lot from. And, and I'm glad that Eric had a good experience because we tried our – uh, our hardest uh, to help all of our instructors pivot from, you know, being really a hundred percent residential school to moving to um, a hybrid school where it, you know, your lectures online, and then you know you come into school and you practically apply the theory that you've learned online in in our industry modeled labs, and it's great to hear that um, we were able to provide that education, you know, to Eric because again these were you know highly irregular and unusual times yes but and it's still a hands-on absolutely. career you know it's a hands-on absolutely. career so yeah. it sounds yeah. like you got yep. the most of it yeah the best of it rather so the other thing i want yeah. to talk about eric is part of your program jim is an externship mm-hmm. talk about where you did your externship and the value of that eric because a lot of people don't know that you actually while you're taking these classes also have that exposure to the industry absolutely i worked for uh dorman products at the time in lewisbury pa and i was working on automotive electronics uh little boxes and things that are under your hood and i was doing like i said i was doing troubleshooting all the way down to the individual component level Mm -hmm. uh we were doing remanufacturing so these were already built in service and came back with problems so every single unit we had to repair 
So that was a great, great exposure to troubleshooting, to to working with the extremely small, you know, surface mount components and learning how to make things work. Uh, you know, running running jumper wires and such. Uh, it was just a great experience overall, as far as the learning mm-hmm. aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, that's great to hear. And how much how much of your education in our industry model labs transferred? over uh, to that that externship site i mean uh, you know again because i mean our education is is meant to present you with a theory and then for you to you know practically apply that theory and build your tangible skills so i i i'm sure our viewers would love to hear um how that uh process worked for you as you moved into your externship well a lot of what i learned in school uh a lot of the terminology is, is, that's a big one knowing exactly what to say and how to ask the questions that's that that's what the education gave me was the ability to voice my curiosity in a clear and concise manner in a way that you know when i went to my to my uh supervisor there i he understood what i was asking you know, and that was a big that was a big help. Plus, of course, you know the basic knowledge of, of electronics. You have to have that. You you have to have that going into a career like that. Right. So, Eric, you know, I I think it would be interesting for people watching, you know, this podcast to understand. At fifty two years old, as a Navy veteran with a young family, what are you doing today? And what advice do you have for people out there who might be considering a change in careers? Well, uh, today I work for Pennsylvania Skill Company in Lancaster, PA. I'm ostensibly the the head of head of technology here. I handle the customer service calls, the tech support calls. I handle uh, researching our own equipment. I'm now uh, working on updating manuals, you know, technical manuals for equipment, that sort of thing. And my advice to anybody, especially later in life like this, is. Hey, if you need to do it, just go for it. You know, it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. Uh, you just have to jump through the hoops. You have to do the time. You have to put the time in, and you have to do the work. Uh, you know, and and like it, like old Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep going. You know, <laughs> I think and, that, and I think that's it, my favorite. Sorry, that. go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Well, I said that's my favorite country song. When yeah. you're going through hell, keep on going. Yeah. So, yeah. what were you saying, Amen. Eric? Oh no, that was it. I just, uh, you know, it. I went from driving a truck every day to sitting in a school for a year and a half. And mm-hmm. like I said, now I'm working a regular 40 hour a week, nine to five job. And it's fantastic. You know, I get a lot of time with my family now, a lot more time than I ever had before. And just on that note alone, it's totally worth it. Well, that's great. And what an inspirational story. So, yeah. you know, if folks are interested in any of the programs that are offered at YTI Career Institute, we really encourage you to go to the website because that's where all the information is. It's yti.edu. All the programs are there. There's always new classes starting. Mm-hmm. For flexibility's sake, there's a lot of online programs. So remotely, you don't need to be within a close proximity of a campus, uh, so to say. Right. So there's just so many opportunities for people like Eric. And Eric Blacker, I want to say you're an inspiration. And as Jim and I always say, continued success. We never say good luck. Excellent. Thank you. And thank you. We really appreciate you sharing your story with us and your success. And Jim, just another example of all the great things that these institutes have to offer. Yeah, no, I, I, the, uh, trying to get our viewers to, you know, for us to try to paint a picture of what Eric's gone through. Again, I, 
I think that our viewers hopefully appreciate, you know, Eric's process through school, Eric's process through his externship, now Eric's um, in in a really really uh, good good place home in, for dinner yeah a good place for <laughs> in life and and you know his 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 advice I, I think uh, goes a long way um, because again if you're in your if you're in your middle aged I, I won't I won't call you know your middle age <laughs> uh, your middle age you're finally you're finally mature enough and experienced enough you know you know to to ask the right questions um, uh, you know I, that that uh, the fact that you've made that jump. Uh, says a lot, and because again, the, he's been out of school for a long time, and, right? And and that's and that's it's never too late to it's, start it's over. Never, that, it's, that's exactly. the bottom line, right? Exactly. Bottom line is is that you, if you, if there's a will, there's a way, and I think Amen. and I think and I think Eric is is uh, is is an example of that. So that's right. Absolutely. Just one more success story. We've got plenty. If you want to watch our other podcasts, and again, for more information on this program or any of the programs, go to yti.edu. Well, of course, we couldn't do this without you. We hope that you enjoyed this podcast, and we want to thank you for tuning in to this edition of Inside Career Technical Education. Have a good day.